All right, all of our two listeners, welcome back to the Hockey Princess podcast. It's got to start somewhere there. It's got to start somewhere. <laughs> I'm your host, Angela, and I brought with me Krusty Old Guy once again. I don't know what's going on. Krusty Old Guy's been here like three shows in a row. Yeah. You figured you'd have something better to do. Yeah. Do we really have anything better to do in the off season? Well, I do. I got a lot to do. I got nothing. Okay. Um... So like I said, last episode, we'd kind of do one in between just because there was a lot to cover with the draft, free agency, the off-ice camp starting, um, which we'll get to in my opinions about that. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, and then I will have another one out Thursday, and then we will resume our like weekly Thursday episodes. So... First thing first on the docket, day two of the draft. Yeah, was the second day. <laughs> it happened. It um, happened. We had a lot of picks. A lot of picks. Some that I'm a big fan of. Some that I have, I know nothing about. Um, and some that I think we're good, but we're a little bit of a reach. But overall, we I, did a lot better this year than I think we have in the past years with a previous general manager <laughs> well well in all fairness you 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 had a lot more picks yeah than the other general manager had so in all fairness can't blame him for that right i guess he could have traded away all our talent and got a lot of picks right that wouldn't have worked out too well though no and just because you have a lot of picks doesn't mean that you draft well no nope. either so but, well, and for you new fans or you new two listeners, in case either one of you are new fans, <laughs> you know, you can always talk about the draft. Um, me and Hockey Princess will talk about it and everything. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're looking four or five years out before you could actually decide good, bad, or indifferent. You just don't know. I mean, Connor Bedard, you know. After that, you don't. You don't. And I think, I think Connor Bedard's different, but there's been also plenty of first picks in previous drafts where people are very much like, well, yeah, he'll be, he'll be great. He'll be fine because he's ranked to go number one. Even that you really don't know. Yeah, you just, uh, it takes time. Um, the name of the game um, for KD this because he had three, what, four second rounders. He traded away run one of them. Wonderful. And a bunch at the end. It looks like uh, he basically decided to go big. He still went small uh, in the first round, then took a goaltender. And then it looked like he made an effort after Mishak, who I believe is only like 5'11". After that, it looked like he made an effort to go size. Well, Misiak and Kantsarov. Are smaller because Kansarov's about five nine. Yes, yes, I'll get to him in a little bit. So, <laughs> so basically, you started with your lard ass and went down. Which, sorry, Nick, but you know, lardis, lard ass, you've got a nickname already. And I really like you. I've predicted fifty goals for you in the OHL next year. Heck yeah! So you better deliver for me, Nick. <laughs> um, the goals. Goaltender, because that's our that was our first one in the second, right? Correct at thirty five. Sure. Adam Gajon. 
Mm-hmm. He, where was his team? Was it OHL or WHL? Um, he was in the USA, USHL. Okay. And then in the NAHL. Okay. With the Chippewa Steel and the Green Bay Gamblers. Nice. Oh, yeah, those gamblers, they're pretty tough. Um, and he uh, was at the World Juniors. Yes. And played for Team Slovakia, which gets to our first little... Not complete disagreement, but we have different visions on what this means. Uh, yeah. Um, for me, the goaltender, uh, you know, I tried to listen to KD talk about it, and hoot and holler, he said he's the second coming of something, from what I gathered. But I really didn't listen to it. Um, well, you really don't know. No, you don't know. It looks like that. I would assume they put a lot of stock into his performance at the World Juniors, especially the game against Canada, where he looked all world. Um, Which we did took like an that. incredible, uh, impressive uh, effort by Connor Bedard to get one past him. Um, but uh, for me, he's close to the hundredth ranked player. I think taking somebody at thirty-five, especially when. Danny Nelson was still on the board, was a little bit of a reach. Definitely agree with a bit of a reach. Um, I know before we started talking, you kind of compared him to Blackhawks' former goaltender, Kevin Lankinen. I think I, I understand that in terms of they're banking a lot of the world junior performance, thinking he's going to be great, he's going to be great. But, I mean, Kevin was rushed. There was no – it was all of a sudden – Crawford's hurt. We have we didn't have anything in the pipeline goaltender wise. Thank you to our previous GM, and there there was nobody else, so he was kind of left out there. Whereas, you know, Gajon, there's he has time, he has the time. Even if he's not as they describe him right now, he has the time to develop. There are plenty of other. Mrazic, Bloom, Stauber, Camesso. You even have Dominic Bassi in the pipeline. You have the flexibility and you have the time to let him reach his full potential. Oh, yeah, you can uh, definitely take the, the, the long path with him. Uh, he's going to University of Minnesota Duluth, which, again, anything that says University of Michigan and is a hyphen and another name is a good program. You mean University of Minnesota and a hyphen? Yes, Minnesota. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Ooh, got a little carried away there. Um, so he'll probably play two years there. Yeah. After that, you get a little worried. Why? Uh, you get worried because if he plays, if you start to let him play year three, then he's only got one more year to go there and he could just become a UFA and go sign with anybody. Well, didn't how much? Uh, how many years did Camesso play? Camesso played two, okay. if I'm not mistaken, and then he signed. I would assume you you would you would like the same path: two years here, then you sign him, and then hopefully Camesso is as advertised, and then he can stay in the AHL for at least three, four years. You don't care, right? Um, I'm I'm hoping that path for him. Yeah, but you just you don't want them you don't want them going into their third season still playing. Then uh, people get in their heads just going, well, you know, do they have 
Drew Comesso in Chicago. So, you know, it might not be a clear path. Maybe you should just wait another year and sign, you know, with somebody else. So you want to kind of sign them before that because you'd hate to waste a number 35 pick. Right. That way. So as far as what he's like, um, just seeing in the juniors, as I said, that game against Kennedy was great. Yeah. I have no idea what else he yeah. is. Um, who was next? Misiak or Can- no? It was Kansarov that was next. Uh, yeah. You want to talk about a little bit because I know he was one of your guys you were looking at. Yeah, before. I wasn't uh, again. A little bit of a reach. I wasn't looking for him uh, this high either. Um, let me see if I can find him quickly in here. I don't think I can. I think that's been the general consensus for most of these draft picks, at least when they've been in front of the press. They've stated, I didn't think I was supposed to go that I didn't think I was going to go that high. Yeah, that uh that becomes a little worrisome because uh right now it seems like Katie's two best picks might have been the people that fell into his lap. Which would which, be your Nazar and uh your Moore. I mean, a win is a win though. Yep. So a win um, is a win. And you know, I mean, if if he has reasons and a vision of why he goes off the board, I'm all for it. But if you're just going off the board to be cool and different, and I'm Kyle from Chicago, I'm not like your other general managers, then I don't like that. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> and what was this guy's name? Roman Cancer. Okay. He was ranked 72. I finally got him. Yes, he was one of my people picks to click. He, if I'm not mistaken, yes, he is a tiny man. Yeah. He is 5'9", but 180. But um, he's Russian, so he can sit there in the KHL for three or four years and then make a move over. He's got some incredible talent, great vision. He it could be an unbelievable diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. So, um, and from what I read up on him when I was looking before the draft, this is the second half of the season he really came on. And he's got high-level playmaking ability. So, even if it's a reach, obviously what KD did in the second round was he had people circled. And uh, he could care less where he was taking them. I don't completely agree with that strategy. Uh, you know, but uh, all he's got to do is hit on one of those. And, uh, and you're good. And it's a good win. So, uh, yes, I like the pick. Didn't like the location. Thought he could have waited on him also. But, but what, hey. was, what was interesting is that KD even said after night one, there were plenty of people that went that first round were, that were on our, like, have no interest in. So yeah. I don't know what sort of list kd was looking at well, do you think it was a naughty and nice list <laughs> probably might have been yeah he might have just not liked anybody naughty yeah um no i i i heard that um, i think like you said he had specific people that he was looking at and he went down to nashville to go get them yeah i think the uh the noise was um, Katie's camp had basically come out and said, if you're not a good skater, you won't be drafted. Love that. Um, so I think that had, <laughs> that was basically what had to do with his list. 
So that meant your woods. Basically, any 17-year-old power forward is not the greatest skater around. With the exception of, and we'll get to him in a second, Marcel Marcel. Okay. Yeah, so, um, I mean, that, that, that's kind of, I think that was his do not list, is you had to be a good skater. So, uh, as you see his plan develop, it looks like he wants high-end speed, high-end skating skill, and playmaking ability. And he'll figure out ways to fill out your size later. I or can't blame him. by hitting on one of your later picks. I, hey, he at least has a plan. Crusty old guy would just be walking around cool, clueless. So. Mm, it, that's what I was going to say. At least that's he, not to say to your viewers that Crusty old guy couldn't do a better job. <laughs> okay, let's remember that. Right. All right. Um, so we got Cancer of, it would be Missyak. Missyak. You want to talk about him? You like that Missyak guy? I don't hate him. I don't know enough. They're babies. They're 18. Yes, they are. We don't even know enough about the top prospects from last year that everybody's hooping and hollering over them. Oh, we, we sure don't do. know. We know. Nah. We know everything. They're going to be phenomenal. We're going all the way. Oh, Missyak kid, the Missyak kid. Let's see. I'm sorry I'm not completely ready here, but, you know, spelling's not crusty old guy's strong suit. M-I-S-I. M-I-S-I? Is his first name Martin? Yeah. We got a lot of weird first names, too. Yeah. Yeah, Martin was another reach, but another uh, big guy. This is when they start taking size. Yep. He's 6'2", 200. And, you know, about 18. So... A little bit older than the rest of the crew, so but a okay. great motor, uh, a hitter. So, hey. Love it. Uh, again, you don't know what these guys are going to do. Uh, more of a defensive guy from what I'm gathering a little bit on here. I have no problem with the pick again. A little I, bit of a reach. I but. think a little high, but again, he must have went through his top 125 and made a point of just going these names these are the ones i like so i'm gonna get them when i think i need to i think it was early hey we'll find out yeah uh yuri felkman who last Uh, name f-e-l oh geez and again i'm going more off uh elite prospects where i get most of my input love elite prospects unless it's you know just hearing from other people again. Not many are gonna. What's his name? F E L. F E L. Yeah. What's his first name? F E. Yuri. F E L. I don't even have him on here. All right. I know he's from Finland. Yeah. I. I F E L. C M A N. F E L. Yeah, I got no F E Ls. I got nothing for you. So, perhaps you know a little something about him. I do not. The only one that I know about is Marcel Marcel. Well, why don't you talk about him? And we we'll... love Marcel Marcel. So, Marcel Marcel played in the Q League, the Gatna Olympics. He's the line mate of my favorite Chicago Blackhawk prospect, Sam Savoy. Um, He's 
he's fast. He's got a bit of size on him. He's not incredibly small like Savoie and Bedard and some of the other smaller guys. He's not overly huge, but he's kind of that mid-ish range, like 6'1", 6'2", I think. Um, He's always there. He's always there when you need He's one step ahead and always kind of in that little hole in the ice for an open opportunity. Big, big fan. Um, He also played in World Juniors for the Czech team, and he looked great against Canada. I think all of the just scouts for the Chicago Blackhawks just watched the World Juniors to find their prospects. Um, But he played for the Czech team, looked great. Um, I also like him because he... It's one of the few Blackhawk prospects that really has got some humor to him when he's talking to the press. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of folks that kind of look a little deer in the headlights. I like ones that can laugh and joke with the press. So Marcel Marcel was talking about how he went he went to the bathroom during day two of the draft because he didn't think he was going to be drafted that high because they were only at the fifth round. Um, and he came back and he was drafted. So, again, a little early of a pick, but anybody from the Q League, I'm always happy to see drafted. Again, he was picked at 131. So, at this point in time, you know, whether it's early or not, still all good. And, of course, he's got a sense of humor. Wouldn't you, if your name was Angela Angela? <laughs> wouldn't you have to get a sense of humor pretty quickly? Yeah. If you got two names that are the same? Yeah. Now, do you think, you know, well, at some point in time, maybe we can find out about his name. So he was picked 131. Uh, again, the Yuri Fleckman was 93 that we did not know about. So we're go- now going backwards. We had Marcel. Now we have Alex. How do you say it? Ferrand. Alex Ferrand, who went 99. Okay, and we got a little about him. Not the greatest skating. Um, but he's got some size. Yes, he is 6'3", 200. He is a physical centerman with a lot of raw talent. So, love that. Uh, I love that. Uh, you need, you're going to need size at center. Uh, again, I will state that I'm a true believer in between the Moore kid, the Nazar kid. There's a good chance by year three or four that they get moved to wing and there's just a big centerman centering their line who is not as skilled as them who will be told to go in front of the net and play defense. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. Need somebody to stand in front of the net. So what it says here is raw talent with a big star. So he's, he's which basically means he has the ability to then be, have offensive game. Love it. And we're while still circling back, we skipped over one guy with our, with our 67th pick. And, Who's already a favorite of mine? They asked that would be the Lardass. Yes. I like him. Sorry I about al- that. I also like him that, you know, he, he's a Patrick Kane fan. So how can you not love Blackhawk Prospect? Who's a big old Patrick Kane fan? Um, probably could be value wise and everything. My favorite pick. Between him and Moore, Lardas could be a 
huge diamond in the rough. Katie talks about how he wants these kind of players and stuff like that. High motor. He's a lethal shooter. He can skate. Um, basically went unnoticed a little bit. Love that. And um, the difference was he was with the Petersburg Peets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was, you know, right around a half a point guy. Half a point a game. Got traded to the Hamilton Bulldogs and frigging took off. He ended the season uh, close to one and a half points a game. He lit it up. 25 goals, 21 assists in 33 games. That's huge. Uh, it's, it's just unbelievably huge. A pick that I just absolutely love. It's a winner. Um, again, I'm thinking part of Katie's style is, you know, you wait for something to fall to you. And uh, I, I believe the lard ass fell. And again, you know, crusty old guy gets to call somebody lard ass for years upon years. It's a huge victory for crusty old guy. I like it when the nicknames are easy, but I'm a guy who likes to nickname everybody because, well, I'm not a really good reader, so I can't really pronounce most people's names, so I just give them a nickname. Yep. So, you know, big old buff. He was Farfig Nugan for about three or four years. Yep. Because it just made sense, and how are you going to pronounce that name? I had well, no idea. I don't think anybody, when he first started, was pronouncing his name correctly. That would be correct. All right, next one is Oscarson. Yeah, I got nothing for him. And let's see if I can the, find there's something. There's the last pick. The Blackhawks don't even have a picture of the last pick. All right, we'll try to find something on the... Because uh, we're supposed to be... What is he? Oscarson. OS? Yeah. All right, I got nothing here. You got nothing. Yep. So those are the big ones. The other ones... Yeah, the other two guys, hey, we're hopefully, but, um, you know, as far as the overall, uh, you had some complaints out there that basically you waited until pick 195 to get a defenseman. Uh, but so, in turn, we picked a defenseman early last year. Yeah, but you can never have too many of them. I'm a firm believer, as one saw Molenduk went off the board. Nothing mattered. Everybody else was kind of the same. It was hit or miss. You know, there was a lot of uh, a lot of press for the big defenseman who went at some point in time in the second round, but another defenseman who struggled to skate and pay, play defense. So I don't think he was high on uh, Katie's list there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, overall, a very good draft. I mean, I'm, Basically, you could have just gotten the number one pick and nobody else, and it would have been a good draft. So. Oh, yeah. No, normally I, normally we end drafts, and I got a bitter taste in my mouth. But this was, this was the first one in a while that I was like, hmm, really don't hate it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I liked it, as I said. Um, really happy... With the Moore kid. Yep. And the Lardass. Um, yeah. I'm expecting special things from them. And they've, they've also got a lot of other players that, who knows, might be okay. So Yeah. I think that covers everything in the draft. What else did you want to talk about, Hockey Princess? Free agency started yesterday. 
It did. It was very exciting. Very exciting. A lot of moves. Not a ton of moves by the Blackhawks. That had just uh, acquiring Ryan Donato from Seattle. Yeah. Um, for people listening, uh, probably it was definitely going to be the MO of the Blackhawks this free agency. Odds are good it still might be the MO of them next year also. I feel like that's that they're, okay. They're not going to do much. And then... The following year is when they will start to make their move and fill in some pieces with some quality free agents. Unless there's something that they find that they really like and can go after. So, again, a lot of signings. Uh, when we, we just started taping this. We found out a... What, if the Bertuzzi gets signed? One year to Toronto for five mil. Yes. Which... The rumor was is he wanted a bigger long, like a substantial contract, like lengthwise. But he signed for a year to go play in Toronto. Uh, yeah, he's, um, he knows Toronto's going to the playoffs. Um, he is being touted as your prototypical perfect playoff player. He's got grit, scoring ability, finishing ability, the ability to mix it up. More than Svechnikov? I don't know. Big Svech, he just, he hasn't been able to finish enough in the playoff shot. He didn't play this year, but he hasn't been able to finish enough to cause some damage. Um, You look at like Matthew Kachuk. I'm not saying he's Matthew Kachuk, but you've got to score some big goals to get to that next level. Right. So, um, what I thought what for that was a little interesting for free agency is Carolina re signed both their guys, Ranta and Anderson, were free agents and they both re signed with Carolina. And what did they re sign for? I believe Ranta was a year and Anderson was two years, or it's flipped. Okay. Neither of them are signed for more than two. And one of them has a two-year contract. One of them has a one-year contract. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be an interesting one for them. Um, they need a goaltender who's healthy. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think it's the problem of how they play in the net. It's the problem that neither of them can stay in the net. Right. So uh, the Bartuzzi thing is interesting. Again, uh, for our listeners, if we have any. Um, if you're not from Canada, uh, the Toronto market is is incredible. Now, if you're a Canadian born hockey player and are able to take the Toronto Maple Leafs to the promised land, the best way is the third round. No, (laughs) promised land is the cup. Um, think of it as your Chicago Cubs, you know. If you're able to be on the Chicago Cubs when they finally break the finally broke the curse, it was huge. It'll be that same way for any player from Canada who's part of that team, and everybody wants a little piece of that. Which, speaking of that, gives me an interesting one: Ryan O'Reilly. Okay. Ryan O'Reilly from the Toronto area mm-hmm. resigns signs with Nashville. Right. Hometown boy, there's got it makes you think that there's something wrong in the locker room. 
that you are the hometown kid playing for the Maple Leafs, and you choose to go to not a full rebuild team, but definitely, I would say, like the playoff bubble or right below it. Yeah, that's a very, very interesting one. Um, I am a huge Ryan O'Reilly fan. He so is, is Hockey Princess. He is uh, your perfect centerman. He, he does it all, and he leads by example out there on the ice. Um, what I mean by that is his defensive play come playoff time is elevated, where others, it's make or break them, and they play the same kind of defense, and that don't get it done come playoff time. Um, he tried to put that team on his back. And did for a little bit in that first round and turned things around so they could at least get out of the first round. Why? I don't, I haven't heard anything whether he just wasn't offered. <coughs> but um, they've got two centermen. They've got uh, uh, problems in Toronto figuring out, you know, they're basically come out and said they're going to sign Matthews. Well, that's going to be about 14 mil. And you have to figure out what to do with Nylander. Um, so you are... Nylander has sent in his 10 teams. Okay. That is also the newest. So he has gone to Toronto and gave him his list. Right, and that's a 10-team do not trade to? Yes. Yeah, so I would assume he'll be moved, but that doesn't clear out everything for them. So uh, they still got some cap issues. Mm-hmm. So I've got to figure they did not... Want to go four years with Ryan O'Reilly, and, um, which is pretty silly. I'd I'd love to get Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, I I, I think so too. <laughs> but, but again, he's old, so you don't know. Uh, come year three and four, if there's a massive drop off, and if you're Toronto, the rest of these kids are young. You can't afford five billion dollar guy who's really dropped off. So I would assume that's kind of their thought process. And as we went over a little bit last show, you mentioned it about Partuzzi. You know, he wanted term. Um, to explain to the listening office, that's what the players want. They're not worried as much of how much they're being paid per year is how much the whole deal is worth. Mm-hmm. So they'll take a little less money if they can extend it in the end of it. Is it like $30 million instead of, you know, two years at five? Even though they're going to do six at 30, and I think that math is the same. Right. But so let's say, <laughs> let's say six at 25, you'll give a discount if you can, you're guaranteeing more years. Year. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want the total income because it's all guaranteed money. So, um, as far as our guy, Donato, I, he's an okay player. He's a bottom six guy on any team. Right. Um, maybe he plays a little bit more on our team. Uh, I don't know if you want to go through the NHL free agencies or if you'd rather just do Blackhawk guys. We can do a little bit of both. Or okay. we, we haven't talked about my least favorite free agency signing. Well, it's, it's you and most people. I, for those who are new or who do not know, the Blackhawks signed free agent Corey Perry from the Tampa Bay Lightning for $4 million for a year. That part I'm not mad about because the money-wise. Because I understand we have to hit the cap floor. Yes, we do. We have to hit it. Somebody's getting overly paid. 
sure, Perry is getting overly paid, Feligno is getting overly paid, but we have the money that we need to spend. You know, the you know the NHL comes knocking on your door just as much if you're under the cap than if you're over it. True story. However, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I... I don't know what this brings. I don't think this brings anything good. I don't think he's a good guy. I'm, I I don't like this. Well, crusty old guy's got a lot of <laughs> thoughts on it. I'm crusty and I'm old and all. After this came out, uh, I did a lot of soul searching and then looking into, you know, I, I basically had Katie saying how Luke liked him when he was in Montreal and thought he taught the young kids a lot. Domi couldn't do that? Um, and, well, that got me to thinking, and who's he going to teach? Um, and then I actually came up with some players. You have um, you have Taylor, what's his last name? Radish? radish? Yes, he's a vegetable or a fruit. What's a radish? It's a vegetable. Okay, he's a vegetable. Well, that's not the best thing. You've got radish, you've got Boris... You have Mac, and you have Reese Johnson. You have four players. And with you have di- Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson is a different animal. Tyler okay. Johnson already knows how to sit, stand in front of the net. The other four are good size, and they have no idea how to play in front of the net. You know, the idiot's calling card is his play in front of the net. <laughs> um, so if he is able to teach one of those guys how to properly play in front of the net... I think that's where they're going for me. I'm just the, Tyler Johnson couldn't teach him to play in front of the net. Well, I, I guess not because you know they would have just kept on envisioning themselves being a midget and wouldn't been able to. They would have kept on saying, "But I'm not this short." I mean, <laughs> I mean you have that possibility. <laughs> um, so the rest of it, I I don't like. This is a man who, at least three Hit times, Marion Hosa. Who at least three times a year takes that stick and it's used to break something on somebody. And I just, I got no need for that in the game. I just think it's awful. I can understand giving people little pokes and and being an agitator. He crosses Um, the line. He crosses the line. He tries to injure. And then that's what leaves the sour taste in my mouth that he'll be wearing, you know, our crest. Um, it, it, It makes me want to throw up, no doubt about it. I'll try to get on board, and I'll get on board until he does it the first time when I see him, you know, do it to some younger player and then just skate away and maybe, you know, ruin that kid's career. Or maybe he does it to some younger player and the younger player just beats the living shit out of him. I would like that. You know, the old guy like me can dream. The only other thought that I, it just came to me right now, that I might... In certain rare situations, be okay with the Perry situation is like when we're playing the New York Rangers. But I also think Feligno can do this, but maybe Perry a little bit more. Where we're playing the New York Rangers and their captain decides to make a beeline at Bedard. Yes. Somebody can at least, it's not going to be a level fight. I'm not saying that, but somebody can at least be a little bit more of a protection shield 
right. to the younger, smaller guys, or at least then go back and maybe agitate some of the other Ranger players yeah. in return. But I just, you know, Krusty Old Guy just feels like Corey Perry does not bring you that. Corey Perry is just a weasel who's going to go after people on the other team, meaning other teams are going to go after your guys. Uh, Foligno, yes, he he will he will stand up to Druba, he will stand up to anybody. Perry does not. Perry That's not really a, all I'm asking for. I need somebody to stand up to Jacob Truba. Because yeah. I don't want Jacob... My fear is that Jacob Truba immediately goes after Bedard. Yeah. But um, that won't be Perry. Uh, that's not Perry's MO. He is not that much of a man. So, uh, again, uh, we can we can drop this subject. I'll try to get on board through the season. I I'll can't promise him. that a hockey princess does. I'll, I'll cheer for him until... But he, it's in his makeup to just... To just be an idiot. And um, not, not close to, you know... Me being a crusty old guy, I, I love assholes. I mean, I, I love asshole players. Um, but I, I don't but like dirty, I don't like dirty people with the stick. I just that the stick that you're wielding that that can't be used as a weapon. Um, any other way you want to go hit these kids, that's fine. You know, except for that, you know, mid ice, complete head down, doesn't have the puck close. But uh, that's that's my take on all that. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to get on board with it. I don't like it. Yeah, I really don't like it. Again, you know, I think he, I think Katie uh, likes to agitate the older fan base like me. He'd like us all just to go away, but we're not gonna. I got I got news for Katie. I ain't going anywhere. I was here a long time before he got here, and I'll be here a long time after. And you know, you just you know. The whoever's upstairs permitting. Mm-hmm. So, did we sign anybody else? Donato, Perry, the Josh Bailey buyout that we talked about a little bit last episode. Yeah. yeah. So, really just... Josh was just, uh, you had cat money in a, in a buyout space that you used for a second round pick. I'm okay with it. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I thought there was rumblings about getting another defenseman. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess you could talk about that. You could probably bring that up, you know, whenever season is getting close, exactly how that, right. that D group is going to look. But it looks like it won't be supported that much through free agency. So. And I'm, I'm okay with it, but then you do, KD does have to kind of make a decision when it comes to defensemen. Because if you're not going to pick up a defenseman in the free agency, then there's still a slot that needs to be filled now that Caleb Jones is gone. So even if you don't pick somebody up, then you have to decide, okay, well, who slides into Caleb's spot? And then who slides into the seventh kind of float between Chicago and Rockford? Yes. The previous Alex Vlasic spot. Yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know if. Um, I hope I'm hearing Vlasic probably has a spot. I don't know what you do with uh, EDM or for those who are new. That is Ethan DeMastro. We are a big, big fan. I will say one thing: I do not want core coming up this season. No, I I get mixed uh, reports. We're a big fan of Kevin Korchinski. 
Um, and I hope he reaches his full potential. But I think you are just... If you if KD was genuinely trying to develop these picks, you're not bringing core up right now. Well, I'm not. Um, but again, people say, well, what else is he going to learn in the WHL? A lot, because he wasn't even on the top pairing in Seattle, Nolan Allen was. Yeah, that's... He didn't get a ton of minutes to begin with. There's plenty... They, I, I, I believe there is, <laughs> there is plenty. He was like fourth in minutes in the playoffs. Um, crunch time, he was hidden occasionally. Yeah. Um, if games were close. Lucky for Seattle, there wasn't a lot of close games. But uh, Core hasn't played top-line minutes. I think you need to play top-line minutes. He hasn't been in a shutdown role, meaning he's up against the best talent. So he could do both of those, and he could maybe do some penalty killing. So those are three things he can do down there and learn. So I, I believe there's a lot to be learned still. I'm getting mixed reviews. Uh, Jay-Z seems to think he's unsure if he is going to be going to make the team. For those um, who don't know, that is Jay Zawoski. Yes. Um, big, big fan. We're big fans of his and his posse. Yes. But we'll call him Beyonce just because it's it's a lot cuter. Yeah. Um, but um, he's got he's got a, a little bit of Katie's ear. Mm-hmm. So or at least Katie talks to him when Katie wants to spread stuff. Right. Um, Laz, on the other hand, Laz and Powers seem to really think that he's part of this team next year, and they they seem to know a good amount. Also, uh, again, I hope he isn't. I, I don't see the harm in letting him go back to Seattle for one more year well, and then come here. Well, and I, I don't like the mentality of, well, what is he going to learn? I don't, I, I mean, I, I think <coughs> no matter what level you are, you're in that, like, you think that you're just going to plateau by playing another year. Well, I, like, I, even Bedard is like, yeah, there's this, this, and this that I can work on before I even... Yeah, but it's it, 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 it's hard to work on a guy like Connor Bernard. You're working against such less skilled defensive players that right. it'll be difficult. Um, the no, best... I'm just talking about the mindset of, yeah. well, what else, am I, what else is he going to learn? There's plenty. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, but, I mean, you've got other guys that um, I look at the... Uh, <clears throat> the mainstay on Team Canada's defensive pairing was, oh, my God, what was his name? He's on Anaheim. Help me out here there. Oh, this world, this one? This world junior. Anaheim. Yes. He's uh, Zellweger. Okay. Is that how you say it, Zellweger? Probably. Okay. I don't pay um, much attention to Anaheim. Basically, okay. <laughs> basically, Zellweger's defenseman also a year older than Core. He could have. He could go back also. I don't think there's anything for him to learn in the WHL. He played in all situations. I get that. Core has not. That's right. my only take on that. So, but it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. Yeah. But there's definitely slots to be filled defensively. I, with I not re-signing Caleb Jones. Yes, I, I think so. Um, it seems like you're stuck with Zaitsev for the year, so. And then, uh, you know, again, that stuff you can go over later. Yeah. I don't know out of this whole UFA list if there was anybody else that 
did it for you that you were like, oh, wow, I can't believe he signed? I'm looking through the list now. Ryan here. Reeves going to Toronto. That one didn't surprise me, but I'm just fully intrigued on, like, to watch it. Yes. Um, I think it's unbelievable for Ryan Reeves that he was able to get three years. Yeah. That's that's just unbelievable. <laughs> um, he's already, what, 36? Mm-hmm. He'll be close to 37 when the season starts. That means he's playing until he's 40, and his main job is to fight. Yep. Or at least intimidate, and I think that becomes less and less. But still, he's he's one of the top badasses. So, yeah. um, let's see. The other there was some talk about you know trying to um offer Bo By- Byram like an offer sheet. Mm-hmm. He got signed by Colorado for an average of like three eight. For two years, that means after those two years, they're going to have to pay him big bucks. And they'll have questions to answer for as far as the cap. Uh, the only other things I noticed is uh, Kalorn going for yeah. some really good money. Yeah. But um, he has the ability to maybe teach the Anaheim Ducks how to win and how to play the game properly because they do not. And uh, the other one that I really... Light was the goodest pickup by Anna. I was just I was just gonna say yeah, like I hate to see Gudas go from Florida because I just like the whole Florida Panther team. I don't want to see any of them go anywhere. I just like them. They could just stay in a bubble. Um, but I think Gudas is going to be good for Anaheim. Yes, and, and Gudas is is an ass I like. Um, yeah, he'll play physical. He'll uh, he'll go after people if he needs to, and Anaheim will be in a situation where this year they will have two very young defensemen in Dreisaitl and Zellweger. And the following year, the Russian kid defenseman comes up also. Mm-hmm. So that means you've got three kids trolling the blue line. Having somebody like Gudis, who if any liberties are taken, you can shift with this kid and any one of those kids, and he can go take a piece of somebody. Yeah. I think that's invaluable. Yeah. I I really like that. So. The other rumor, I know Carlson's up, but he hasn't, Eric Carlson's up, but he hasn't signed anywhere just yet. Or did he? Did Carlson has to be traded. Carlson has to be traded. Well, there's rumblings of him going yes. to a bunch of different teams. Yes, I feel like, like to... we do this every couple of years with Eric Carlson. Yeah, he'd like to go to a contender. <laughs> Um, but his contract is disgusting. I think it's like eleven and a half million, and you know he had a phenomenal year this year. But again, that's a defenseman come playoff time that you're tied at two two. You don't want him on the ice. I, I think you really have to look at that. Yeah. I mean, because for every goal he gives or gets, he gives up one. Yeah. So like um, the other guy was Oliver Ackman Larson, who signed somewhere, didn't he? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I've got anybody else. I do uh, like the the Duke going to San Jose. Yeah, the Duke. I mean, I'm sure Florida would have liked to kept the Duke, but the Duke, uh, you know, they're 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 in their own cap hell, so they've got to yeah. try to way to manage stuff, and they've got um. Montour and Goose 
uh, coming up for contracts, not this year, but the following year. So you've got to kind of get ready for that. Yeah. So, I uh, got anything else you want to talk about about the UFAs? About free agency. No, and we're... Do you want to give off your rant that you said you wanted to do during Oh, our, yeah, yeah, my our, little rant. This, this is production. regarding the draft. You know, this is all... We all speculate with the draft. This is all... we Like we said a little bit at the beginning, we don't know how the, the, these players are going to turn out. Really, at the end of the day, nobody does. Um, and just a reminder, these kids are 17, 18. They don't really have a control, unless you're Matvey Mitchkov, they really don't have a control of where they go when they get drafted. Um, there's a lot of disappointing behavior from Habs fans regarding their first pick, David Reinbacher, and a lot of death threats, hate messages. Um, there's a lot of messages comparing him to Hitler because he's from Austria to the point where the Canadians were afraid for, of his safety to bring him to camp. Um, I don't like that. I don't like that. The, this, this kid's 18. Yep. He's a child. And it was not in his control to go to Montreal. It sure wasn't, and he already got embarrassed by the draft because, you know, Price couldn't pronounce his name. The kid already went through a bunch of stuff. Well, Price thoroughly apologized and has been making it his mission to now mentor Reinbacher and how to navigate the sometimes hateful environment that is the, that is Montreal. Yeah, that is Can Canada hockey for the most part. Um, yeah, that's just kind of the way it is, and again... Anybody wants to take issue with Mr. Price and him completely freezing. Um, easier said than done when you're on a huge national stage. We all freeze up at times. Yeah. Uh, it happens. He locked up. He's got to live with that for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah. You forget somebody's name and then you don't know how to pronounce it. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. There's a lot more things to worry about in the world. Yeah. So this is just a reminder to, you know, we can all have our opinions with how we think draft or trades or teams are going, but still just be kind. And uh, crusty old guy is, you know, I'm an old school guy, so I like to scream, yell, do all that kind of stuff, but I couldn't agree more with Hockey Princess. That's about the love, man. Uh, at the end of the day, these are just human beings. They're just playing hockey for a living, and we just happen to uh, go watch it. Me, for one, I, I love watching the game. Yeah, but um, you know, there, uh, I, in my lifetime of watching hockey, maybe ten players that I watched that I thought really just didn't care. The rest of them, they're all out there trying to do their best. Absolutely. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But they're, you know, they're human beings with either families or soon to be families and stuff like that. Yeah. Just starting out on their lives, and they're thrust into a spotlight. And they don't need some idiot meathead going off like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't like idiots. Yeah. Except for myself. Yeah. So this is just a, a reminder. Be kind. Yeah. So, if, you know, you're going to tune into this show. We just, we've got no, I've got no problem telling me that I'm an idiot and don't know what I'm talking about. I, I, I can live with that. As far as these kids, you know, That's lay off. You don't, you don't know what they're going to be yet. So. Yeah. And again... 
they're out there playing hockey and they just got drafted. And, you know, I'm just a crusty old guy sitting here in my garage having a cigar talking about it. So, yeah, obviously they've done something right. Yeah, that was that was kind of it. Want to make sure. Thanks for reminding me to give my little rant. Um, oh, don't forget. Your next podcast will be about all the wonderful stuff you saw on ice at Prospect Camp. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be super fun-filled, packed. Um, For those who don't know, this is the first year the Blackhawks are not doing development camp on ice. Everything is off ice. They're doing cooking classes, boxing classes. Um, It's bullshit. Well, I, I really don't need Connor Bedard, you know, boxing. I don't want to remember cool. to box, but Connor Bedard even said he's yeah. like, I don't know why we're doing this. Yeah, well, he'll be told not to talk like that anymore. Huh? <laughs> uh, this is basically uh, this way you get to shield them a little bit from criticism, um, and this is a week to teach them what to say, how to say it, and how to prepare to be in front of a camera and start talking the way KD wants them to talk, which. You know, you can take that for what it's worth. I'm angry about it and bitter about it just for the fact that um, every year I would take time off of work just to go to this camp. I love watching it for the simple fact um, that I was able to hang out and you would have parents of the players. The goose. Yep, and you could sit there and talk to some of the parents and they give you some insight into the kid. And there's nothing cooler than two things. Going to a draft... And watching players' parents, who was that, Fatelli's father, crying his eyes yeah. out when he went number three. And that's real stuff, and, and that's neat. Uh, we, we sat by somebody at the draft when it was here, and, you know, the kid was there at day two, and you just start pulling for the kid to get drafted because yeah. he's there with his parents, and it's got to be a, a rough time for them. So it's a good way to, like, meet parents there or at this prospect camp I was able to meet some parents and now that's kind of taken away but you know oh well i guess i'll have to find something else to do yeah that's all i got that's that's you know, we got a long 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 wait yeah we're gonna do some educational podcast to kind of catch everybody up so everybody is ready and prepared come october um, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, any topics that you want me to discuss, feel free to email me at thehockeyprincess at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter to also send in comments, questions, concerns. Um, and yeah, I will, I don't know what we're going to be talking at you guys about on Thursday, but. Hold on, Hockey Princess. It's crusty old guy's wife. It's my woman. She just came out onto the porch with our dog, Rutu. Yeah. But uh, I believe we're done. Why don't you sign us off? We are all good. So I will talk at you guys on Thursday.